welcome to House Common Blood, where strangers are family. Every episode may contain graphic content, such as copious amounts of blood, unnecessary cursing, death of all ages, infantile to immortal, fantasy drug use, nudity, and perhaps mentions of sex and sound effects of various qualities. We cannot stress enough that this is mature content with adult themes. You've been warned. I just wish there was more fire. Last session, we were in the conference room in the Laban Manor, and the boys were interrogating a on the Black Eyes leader and uh, the location of uh, his daughter, which they could not ascertain. This led to Oridon seeing a Yanti, being a gnome, wanting to uh, turn invisible and escape, which was interrupted by Asmodai uh, showing off uh, his location. This spiraled into a series of two contracts where Ordon is now made servant under the conditions that uh, he is to follow Ephephel's every command, that he cannot kill her, fallen enemies and corpses will be brought to her, all inventions trademarked and are owned by her, and the contract is null and void when a Philosopher's Stone is given to Ephephel from Raka. Uh, then she went on to make another contract with Asmodai where she is to obey his every command to the best of her ability unless it puts her in extreme harm like suicide or contradicts a command to a servant or a minion. Uh, the second rule for that was uh, to serve under him until, yeah, to serve under him until uh, either one of their deaths. The rule after was uh, their minion servants contracts cannot plot against one another within their control. And the last rule was uh, we cannot keep any secrets from one another. After that, I believe she mentioned that Gideon was, uh, yeah, he was working on a black egg, which uh, coincidentally was a was recently shown to the party from uh, Ball, which was crushed and uh, sent to the city after the chess match. The last thing that was mentioned is that there's going to be a holiday tomorrow called the Day of Sacrifice, where citizens all across Giuliano go to an altar as a ceremony during uh, the dawn of the day and sacrifice a sentimental object or uh, something sentimental towards them, whether it be an object or something conceptual, and they sacrifice it. And uh, the usual standards is it causes distress or harm to them, or not harm harm uh, uh, emotional struggle or pain basically emotional strife is which each object is supposed to or each sacrifice is supposed to bring to each person and this is a recurring holiday that happens every month but has been a little bit harder with one of the rules in uh, this region being changed um and i believe that's all i want to say about that for now i guess we can uh, start off where we left off in the conference room, and I just want to deal with this right away with uh, Asmodai being uh, gone for this session. Um, I'll say that uh, during this time, like after, you know, a Fethel, like I, I want to assume like a uh, half an hour passes after where we left off where you guys are ironing out the details in a, a Fethel 
couple, you know, uh, mentions offhand to uh, P1. Would it be... uh, Hmm trying to figure out the way that I'm trying to figure out our vernacular. Would it be admissible if I were to take residence in the basement of this manor? Just like uh, thinking about it, looks like uh, wait a minute, does this place even have a basement? To which uh, Gene, who again looks like Steve Buscemi, if he were a mummy, uh, just gives you a nod. Yeah, me and Mordon slept in the basement next to all the beer last time. There's a copious amount of uh, alcohol in barrels in the basement, sire. Ah, okay, I see. Should it be a problem? Don't, no, don't touch any of that. I want to partake later. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she goes on to say, I know of an excellent way of fermenting alcohol in corpses. Hmm. Tempting, tempting. We will have a follow-up conversation about this later. <laughs> I will say that it has some... Uh, it is more than just uh, uh, the effects of alcohol that are given to the drinker. It could have actual magical properties to my tonics. Ah, then I do believe that this will be a wonderful relationship. I'm glad we kept you. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, I, I believe uh, at that point, like, uh, a Feffel, like, uh, goes to uh, Raka. Oh, yeah, I should have probably mentioned uh, Ordon has taken on a new name, Raka. Uh, she goes up to Raka, and uh, she just... I, I want to imagine, like, uh, does, like, the motherly uh, uh, thing, you know, caressing the cheek a bit, uh, like, one of his uh, facial cheeks... And uh, basically just tells them, uh, make sure to have a few bodies ready by the end of the day, sweetie. And basically goes out the door. And during uh, today, she's going to be uh, setting up her own uh, laboratory in the basement. Um, After that, I think uh, I kind of want to side this, but I want to mention that does happen. I want to imagine a Crimson Fist recruit uh, like bursts through the door like i would say with uh probably a guard or two right not an actual guard but you know like uh, one of the state's uh bodyguards like uh hired hands uh basically escorts uh one of these uh members into the room and you see like uh him and asmodai talking asmodai thinking about it then he just bids you all farewell as he has a more important master or matters to take care of but looks towards you know p1 says that he'll probably meet up later well then don't stay too long handsome <laughs> yeah then he leaves outside of the door and at this moment i was going to hand wave this day but uh since uh we are missing a party member uh you guys can do as you wish but uh keep in mind uh while asmodai is going to be spending day like uh, prepping up for uh tomorrow uh the day of sacrifice for uh, uh the jade hills uh you guys can be allotted you know uh, one day to do something before that event like uh, there is a lot to do so choose wisely as this feels like uh a diamond estate kind of a scenario, like the armistice. How you pronounce it? Armistice, armistice, armistice. Armistice. Yeah. yeah, just like the armistice ball. That was a very huge event. This could be equally, if not huger. So take your time and use it. I'll leave the floor up to you guys. To decide what you want to do. Also, just as Elvent in the room, uh, me. When did you start learning how to multiply? He learned a lot of things in one day. Visual joke because no one can see the fucking tokens all over the map. <laughs> we are me. <laughs> uh, but in actual seriousness, it's like, uh, so 
Just to be clear, are you two going to be staying here again? He would uh, like some, maybe clean my clothes. I suppose you being covered in blood would be a bit of a sight tomorrow, although not an unwelcome show. Uh, just to uh, uh, keep in mind, it is still technically the morning. Like, is morning going on to noon? Uh, but I guess thinking about it, you do have plenty of time. Unless you need to get to the corners or something. No, they'll probably find him soon enough. At least the ashes. He's already been sent to, to see him, so there's nothing they can do. Although, now that I am thinking about it, we kind of maybe glossed that over a bit. But, uh, did you... Was this one of those, like, higher calling things? Or did you just do this sporadically? It was for the safety of all, also. No, no, I, I, de I definitely heard that part, that, but that's not the part I'm asking about. Did, did, did the idea come to your head, or did the idea arrive at your head? And I want to hang on before you go. I want to say that uh, me, your, uh, your uh, mark on your head glows with a, a white kind of burning sensation, as if someone's talking to you. Shut up, Orner. <laughs> this was my decision. Orner didn't necessarily want me to do it, but I had to follow the death. I'm sorry, who? Orner. And he points at his scar. He's the one that helps me. Out of curiosity, Mega and uh, Raka, what languages do you speak? I, I, I speak common and gnome. Okay. I have Orin, common, and sylvan. Okay, proceed. Just uh, just kind of like a looking at me for a moment, then like focusing a bit on the place that uh, me is pointing at. Uh, so then that talks to you then. Renor tells me all sorts of things. He is my friend during the dark times. He also likes it when I send people to see him. And how long have you known this friend? Probably 60 years. So, you know, uh, for, the, for the natural 20 for a total of 29. <laughs> I mean, as far as me knows, that's he's completely honest. He knows that he, he's his new friend, so he doesn't want to like doesn't want to risk losing his friend. So he's gonna tell him what he asked. I will say at the very least, uh, your friend will look you in the face. Mm, he is my face. So yes, that is the joke. You're a funny bird. Oh good, I'm glad that finally someone sees it. I swear, every time that I've cracked one in front of Asmodai, he just brushes me off. <laughs> Did Ephethel already leave? Yeah, she she went towards the basement and told you to bring corpses to her by the end of the day. Well, me, since you're al al already covered in blood, uh, do you want to go on a small little adventure with me? And Pipiwan, you can too, but you seem to dress too prissy to get, get blood on you. Sure, I'd love to hang out with my little buddy. It's like, I take offense to prissy. See, I just know how to dress. <laughs> there is a big difference. So, so are you in? I suppose that depends. What precisely are you going? Well, I, I was, um, you remember the, the clinking in the town all but like a week ago? It sounded like Smith's. I mean, we did have a discussion previously about the, uh, a bunch of the gangs starting to like get particular attention to the Smith's. Or are you talking about a different set of Smith's? No, no. I mean, if people are um, pre 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 preparing for war, we should, um, um, you know, see if we could um, get get some supplies as well. And I also need to, I'm sure there's a few bodies I could pick up on my way. Well, as far as bodies, I don't think that's going to be an issue, considering I think there were some bodies on the way in. They're not? Okay. <laughs> you talking in the Laban uh, manner? Well, yeah, it's like, at least as far as, I mean, as far as like the last that P1 was told. Uh. Yeah, no, that, that was miswording. Uh, they were terrified. Like they were put in a, a catacomb, or 
cataconic. Cataconic. Basically, they're put, yeah, they're put in that type of uh, fear-like state. Are they moving? From uh, the, yeah, it's just the fear gas that uh, emanates off of uh, Afafel's uh, shrunken heads. Is it like sleep paralysis, or are they just running around scared? Paralysis would be the best way to put it. Okay, I'll, then I'll walk back a bit uh, and say instead, uh, well then, I, if I could make one request, uh, don't touch the ones in the hallway. Uh, frankly, we need to keep hold of the employment for as long as we can, at least until we get more people back in. <laughs> uh, okay, but if, if there's one you don't like or he looks a little funny, I could take him for you. Little buddy, there's no sport in that. You need to do a hunt if you want bodies. I'm not much of a hunter. I'm more of a, uh, a gatherer and a, a, a manufacturer. Well, that's where me can help. Well, I, I, I say we um, see if we can find a good a good smithy to um, ha- haggle with and then um, maybe f- find some bodies on the way. Is there an, is there anything you, you need to do, P1? Uh, sorry, just looking over, trying to think there's anything off the top of my head. It's like P1's probably like, huh, you know, thinking about it now, there's nothing really I can really afford right now. And then there's also the fact that everyone thinks I'm dead, which oh, now that I'm thinking about it, I'll have to decide what how to dress tomorrow. So as you mentioned that you don't have too much money, Braca pulls out a little notebook. <laughs> don't worry, I remember a, a, a lot of things. I can spot you. I, I feel scared. That's like really lone sharky. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, the first thing that a person like me learns is to not indebt themselves to others. Uh, I will find my own means. <laughs> and I feel like on that note, like you feel or you hear a jingle coins from a bag that gets dropped right in front of you. From uh, Gene, he's just wordless about it, just gives you a nod. So, just like uh, raises and I, I, I always hesitate to say eyebrow because he doesn't have one, but you know, eye ridge. <laughs> and uh, it's like, uh, what exactly is in the pouch? Yeah, it it's about uh, 75 gold coins. I, I mean, you you have a noble as a thrall, so this, this is easy pocket change. And then I guess I'll just... Yeah, again, just make sure you are weary. He he can loan you an absurd amount of coin, but again, when it gets to the upper ranks, it can actually damage, uh, you know, the uh, King's Gambit itself, funding-wise. But this is a missable coin. Huh. Well, then, in that case, I'll just grab a cloak real quick, and uh, we'll take a little peek outside, won't we? Yeah. And uh, I assume everyone goes outside, then? Like, uh, P1, you put on a cloak. Uh, what do you look like? So, no, I guess so. Just so like, uh, you know, like the like, you know, the over kind of like matches the under uh, P1 is going to uh, and maybe he would have like uh, uh, rated a wardrobe real quick just to see. But uh, I think he would have picked like uh, a nice uh, like a moss green cloak that uh, with a hood. It's like I would imagine like, you know, like it's kind of it's kind of hard to, to hide the beak. So the beak is probably sticking out. But um <laughs> It's a, there we go. Yeah. All right. So you guys uh, go outside then. Um, As you guys uh, go outside again, uh, the music that I did show you guys in chat, like that, that's a feeling you guys get that orchestral uh, good morning type of music that everyone's heard from uh, uh, Saturday night, you know, cartoons. And today just feels like a good day, like a calm before a storm. Like there are bodies not in the Jade Hills, but like uh, towards uh, the blighted slums on the other side. 
it's littered all across the street. Like, it, it, there are more bodies than people can handle to pick up and take care of. Um, so do you guys go straight to uh, the Scorched Hammer? Uh, no uh, side things along the way? Well, if we see bodies as soon as we walk out of the door, I'd probably... Uh, yeah, just to clarify, I'm saying, like, you guys are in Jade Hills right now, and there are bodies in the Blighted Slums, but you're not there yet. I'm just painting the scene, saying, you know, there, there's corpses on the street, and you can hear the sounds of, uh, oh, Jesus Christ. Get yourself off the map, me. This is all of me's territory. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so you're around in this area right here. If I can actually see, it's too blurry for me. Um, plan accordingly. Um, uh, everyone can see like which color represents who, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So the scorched hammer, I would say, is around here. So if you guys want to, you can go across the bridge over like a secondary bridge of your choice, whether you want to go through the blighted slums or the open area and uh, try to make your way to there. I think taking the best, most direct route would probably be the most beneficial to us what do you guys think and what would be the most direct route to you well if we're walking straight i would keep walking straight and take the middle yep. path okay uh everyone else because again it does matter how you traverse the city well i'm wondering how we're walking that's how i envision it uh i'm just gonna be walking ahead i would assume p1 in the middle mm -hmm. and me would you be okay watching p1's back since he has to be all sneaky 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 beaky yeah i was looking to help a buddy did you hear me? Yes, that 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 will work perfect. Is that okay with you, P1? I I I'll I'll hide your front, even though I'm a little short, and me's got your pet back. I mean, not exactly the arrangement I'm used to, but I can work with this. Shut up. <laughs> All right, if that's how you guys are going to go, um, again, I, I can't stress enough, and I feel like this has been uh, side-noted during a lot of our uh, sessions just because of uh, the focus of each session, but... Each and every day, there are clanks of swords and people, just the screams of people dying in the distance. This is followed by very, very long hours long of just pure silence where no one is wanting to go outside. You guys have captured one of those moments where it doesn't sound like there's any fighting at the moment, but there's a rising tension in the air as you guys go across the bridge. And again, uh, you while you guys are crossing the bridge, you do see uh, two people uh, talking, uh, an older man and a younger man both in uh both in loose armor i would have to say like the main reason i say loose is, is kind of like a scavenger type like it if they were to line up for an officer th their their armor would not meet quota because it's just all over the place different colors different types but you hear um what me and uh uh raka would recognize as a caden arguing with his uh, grandfather Tolan about like a few matters. Um, if you guys want to, you can talk to them or you can just keep moving on. I would go up to him. And uh, you you just going straight up or are you like taking a slow walk to try to like suss out the conversation before you enter? No, I'm just walking up like at a normal speed, not like trying to eavesdrop or anything. Yeah. So as you walk up, you see that. Uh, hmm. Which one do you dress first? Like both of them or Caden or Tolan? Hey, hey guys. Um, So I know long time, long time no see. Um. Uh, we're, we're looking for a smithy, and I, w I was wondering where you guys got, got your armor. And uh, one of them uh, scoffs. I think it's uh, Tolan. Funny joke, there's no blacksmiths available. They've been working night and day. I can't even get a damn piece of armor around here. 
had a scrounge up what I could from dead gang members. And you do look at him, it looks like uh, he does have the armor of a uh, gray dog on him. Yeah, mine got chipped and I couldn't get it repaired. And uh, Kaden looks up to uh, Tolan and says, you know, if you would have spent more of your time working on your armor, this wouldn't be an issue. And they it sounds like they're about to get into another argument. Uh, okay, well, I see, see you guys are um, not having the best of terms, so you guys have a good day. I, ha I have a smith to find. Yeah, no, from what you gather, it seems like they weren't able to uh, uh, f get a blacksmith's attention to make them anything. Um, anyone else uh, do anything, or are we moving on? Where are we? Uh, soldiers pass, so like uh, in the in between each island. Okay. Yeah, nope. yeah right here. Yeah, so nothing for uh, you. Uh, P1, I assume that you're just minding your own business with your act. Yeah, it's like uh, best not to call too much attention to his identity. Just considering, like, uh, you know how you know how many people like him live in this city. <laughs> yeah, like uh, again, it was notable for the king's gambit and useful for the people who wanted the information, but it doesn't even seem like uh, the recent execution holds much to them. That they just have so many issues to deal with that it's just another body on the street. So yeah, you uh, guys keep going and you go over the bridge. Me, what do you do? I'm gonna play with my new axe, try to figure out how it works. Yeah, the new axe that he got. You mind uh, clicking off? Uh... I'm just gonna like swing it around, trying to make it work and uh, see what it does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "Day, just, just go." And when he says that, uh, looks like a, a giant wave comes out of it. Are those like tents and stuff? Those little colorful things? It, it's uh, basically where the merchants are. So like stalls, but they're all empty. Well, uh, I think they're also gone now as the wave just <laughs> sweeps through and, and knocks all of those things over. Yep. And I need to clarify, like uh, each uh, the edge of uh, each one of these, uh, you know, Jade Hills and Blighted Slum going into the water. It's a 30 to 40 foot drop, at least for the uh, Blighted Slums part. And from where you guys are at, yeah, 30, 40 foot drop. And you just swing your axe. The wave comes out of the blade and floods the area and just like a small tidal wave just like goes through uh the the shacks and the stands and brings it to the water he probably ruined the lives of three to four people my bad if you're, if you're gonna be playing with um your your new blade you might want to see if you can control the flow i just want to know what it did i guess now we do yeah, and i'm yeah and he can't use it until tomorrow again <laughs> but uh if uh, that's all you guys are going to do in this area, um, how are you guys uh, going about these areas? Because these are two different territories. You're going from uh, clear water into wild ones. Are you guys just trying to get there as quick as possible, like rushing there, uh, stealthing over? Tell me how you're doing this. Uh, my plan was just to walk like it's a normal day. Like there's no gang warfare, like literally just walk there, not pay attention to other things unless it comes to me. Yeah, no, uh, as you're walking along with that kind of mentality, again, I want to imagine that we have a like a, a face shot of you, you know, like covering the entire screen with, you know, like a, a small smirk on your face. And then like the camera zooms out and we see like uh, a fire here and there and like uh, a few bodies because there are random fires on random buildings, but not enough to make a wildfire. But yeah, if you want to, you can also uh, pick up corpses on your way there or you can grab them on the way back. OK, yeah. Uh, the rest of the pa uh, party fall in suit the same way. Yep. 
Yeah, this, I'll, I'll like maybe make a note just like uh, P1 who has gotten maybe a, a touch board on the way just like just starts counting the bodies that he sees. Mm. 22, 23, 24, 24 and a half. Oh, there's 25. Mm. Yep. Yeah. And as you're counting, 26 comes into view as you see like uh, two men with a, uh, a woman and on their hands it's there's no it's not a gang that any of you are familiar with there's just like what looks to be like a black circle like a brand and each time they like have a quiver to their voice like they jam like a dagger up and down up and down these people are unhinged well um, um do you got do you guys need the body or are you guys gonna leave it there no 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 we we don't we don't need the body <laughs> the body's not necessary it's, it's the act the act that's all we need. Little buddy, how many bodies do you need? Uh, uh, she she never specified a number, so... I mean, if you... Hey, could, could you guys do a favor? I, I know you already killed her, but um, if you could chop her up some more, have some more fun, that would... Uh, I'll take her um, off your hands. <laughs> well, I think we can uh, maybe add two more to the list, too. You want to do combat them? I mean, they're committing crimes in the name of another god directly in front of... All right, put your guys' uh, selves on uh, the map. Uh, it's happening right here. How, how, how do you guys uh, uh, view suicide? <laughs> That's bad. No, no. Suicides, it angers him. It, it angers him. No, you, no, no. Then, uh, then I would suggest, since um, um, you guys made my big friend here angry, if you guys don't want to um, die right now, I would suggest you strip and give us everything you have. And they hear the word angry and they get up and there's a dangerous glint to their eyes. They don't seem to care about their own well-being. Um, Actually, me, uh, do me a uh, check, please. Uh, give me a history check. 15. 15? Yeah, no, uh, like the more you look at them, th these guys are convicted criminals and it's not your just like your, your common rabble. These people are known serial killers that were captured like a couple weeks ago, a month ago. The only reason why you know about this is because, you know, working at the Inquisition, you do get like reports for possible hunts and these were uh, uh, filled in probably by a fellow Inquisitor who caught them to serve justice. Hmm, looks like someone only did half the hunt with you guys. Mm -hmm. But I'm more than happy to finish it. Yeah, um, if no one has any other one-liners, uh, roll for initiative. Uh, did they not want to strip? They want to die? Yeah, they want to die. They're, they're deranged. I got eight. Mm -hmm. Alright, alright. Levine's going to have a partial... Oh, goddammit. Uh, apparently I gotta do this. <laughs> These were some big old squares. Yep, this is, uh, yeah, this is essentially for random encounters like these, where I could just fucking pull it out my ass and feel pretty happy about myself. Uh, P1's, uh, P1's total initiative is 14. Okay, I'll adjust it. And, uh, how did you make that happen? It's, a uh, yeah, just for the, uh, uh, I would say, like, just for the briefest of, uh, moments, um, a, uh, I would say, like, maybe a small glittering of, uh, oh, no, not even that. I would just, like, imagine just for the briefest of moments, the, the area around, uh, P1 just, like, uh, slightly shifts, like, uh, glitches left, right, all over the place as, uh, the effect of Gift of Alacrity, uh, prepares him for this moment prematurely. <laughs> 
All right, uh, Ordon, start us off with initiative. So I'm going to move a little bit closer to them. Mm. All right, so it describes uh, the scenario we're in. We're on a street, two lines of buildings and one alleyway. The murderers are in the alleyway and our heroes are in the middle of the street. And it looks like the gnome went uh, north towards uh, a broken piano. And as I um, get closer into range of them, I'm just gonna go ahead and cast uh, Fairy Fire on the further one. Okay, uh, can, you, can you remind me what the spell Fairy Fire does? Uh, each object in a 20 foot cube within range is outlined in blue, green, or violet. Any creature in the area when the spell is cast is also outlined in light if it fails a dexterity saving throw for the duration. Object and affected creatures shed dim light in a 10 foot radius. So this is an area effect within 20 feet? A 20 foot cube, yes. 20 foot cube, okay. And yeah, it's a dexterity saving throw. And uh, people entering in that area don't redo a save right or they don't they're not forced to make a save no if they're in that cube then they're coated with light not if they walk into it again so if there's an instantaneous spell okay so instantaneous spell no duration okay thank god you nearly gave me a heart attack concentration for up to one minute to keep that that's fine just nearly fucked up a lot of shit for me all right. Um. So uh, you're going with a fairy fire. It's going to be a dexterity save for the both of them. All right. Let me hang on. Let me look at the modifier. Okay. So uh, 14 and uh, nine. What does that do? They and if anyone else is around them in a 20 foot cube is outlined in a violet light. Okay, that's fine. And you see the two guys, uh, uh, like, outlined in a violet light. Uh, does that end your turn? And then, um, for my bonus, no. No, that'll end my turn. Okay. Um, fuck. All right. Mm. Okay. So I think, uh, what, uh, this guy does is he, uh, uses a special ability to, uh, dash. So it'd be... Oh, wait, what, what scale do I have this under? This is just five foot each, right? Yep. Okay. So he uh, uses special uh, bonus action to dash. So basically uh, goes, uh, tries to like dash behind me. Doesn't actually, you know, dash, but or he actually does dash. But you know what I mean? Like uh, he uh, tries to go behind me to uh, strike him. Obviously, like uh, he doesn't have an ally near him, so it's not flanking. But uh, he's going to try to attack me and he gets, hang on. That was 19 to hit. Nope. Really? Fucking crazy. Yeah, so he uh, scratches the ground. And uh, we hear a metallic cling, and he goes, I'm going to have your blood, bear. I'm going to have your blood. And uh, it moves on to P1's turn. P1, what do you do? To P1, as a bonus action, just like uh, plucks one of his feathers, thinks on it for a moment, and then just like with a flourish in the air and the feather disappears, uh, it's like a me your your body gains like a slight uh, green shimmer to it for the briefest of moments and like uh, you suddenly feel as though like uh, your skin is a bit tougher than it normally is as you are given a uh, uh, the benefits of uh, shield of faith And then also for the briefest moment, there's like a, a good target mark right in like a right around like a, the part where his head is connected to his shoulders. It's like, oh, I do believe there's that place right there. If you just want to go ahead and slice it, uh, you could use your reaction to make an attack if you'd like. And I will. And what is it? 24. Holy fuck. You can also roll one more time since it's very fired. <laughs> yeah, you have advantage. Just in case you crit. <laughs> no, 23. Yeah, so you had dude damage. 10. 
All right. Uh, you do a grievous injury onto him. Like, uh, I won't. Where, where did you hit him? Well, where did he hit me? Uh, he tried to go for your neck. Here's how you go for that spot and swings right at the same spot that he tried to hit me. Yeah. So we hear like the collarbone like snap crack as this like axe like sinks in halfway through his body. He pulled out. All right, uh, P1, does that end your turn? So, ah, good, excellent. Uh, I'll go for the heart as uh, he is going to like a like a like a make like a what I want to imagine is like a, a gesticulating motion with his hand as uh, he casts chill touch on the same guy. Great ad. It'll be a eighteen to hit. All right, that hits damage. It'll be for six necrotic. Uh, explain the effects. Yeah, just like uh, yeah, again, like the uh, like a green hand, just for a brief moment, just like uh, like a uh, plunges itself and like slightly twists at the heart a little bit from the inside. As uh, in, in addition to the necrotic damage, he is unable to heal for this round. <laughs> oh damn! All right. Um, and then that will end P1's turn. Yep, it is now me's turn. All right. Um, time to punish the wicked. I'm going to strike at this guy again. Okay. Very dead. And do I have a self-advantage on it? Yep. Very far. Yep. 22. Yep. The damage. Six. All right. Six. How's he, how's he looking? Uh, he is heavily bleeding. Like, uh, th- there are scars across his chest. Like, we can actually see the thump of his chest from his heart having, like, wild palpitations. He looks uh, bloodied. 19. Yep. That hits. Tell me damage. Oh, you have him on death's door. He is struggling to stand, and it looks like he's coming in and out of consciousness. Black child, you're almost with Siam. All right. And does that end your turn? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it moves on to uh, the other uh, murder, uh, murderer. And I want you to imagine this. We see him rise up. He looks towards me from the alleyway and he begins to charge. He charges right at you. And all of you guys see this. Goes right up to me. He's about to swing and then he disappears. Now, did he go invisible? No. In fact, all three of you don't remember this individual. Since this combat started, there has only been one person. And we move on to Ordon. Don't you mean Raka? <laughs> oh, Raka, sorry. You have to start correcting me on that. Well, me still doesn't know his new name, so he's still calling him Orden. Yep. Orden's gonna get closer to the man. Mm-hmm. Hey, buddy, you're gonna meet your god. Okay. Oh, wait, I thought the point was that he would be meeting a different god. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how do you kill him? I'm trying to aim my crossbow with a magically loaded dart into his chin. Into his chin? Yeah, like right on his chin. Yep, uh, you do that, and... Uh... Yeah, I can't imagine a death with a chin, though. Uh, Animate how he dies. So as the arcane bolt, um, which is normal damage, is just magically reloaded, flies towards the man, it hits his chin, and as the, because it's a four-way pronged split, it severs his lip and goes into the back of his throat. All right, and you hear him gasp for a moment. We see his eyes are bloodshot. Blood is spurting from the wound and out of his mouth. And as he's about to hit the floor, he also disappears. And all three of you just... You you guys ever have that moment where you walk into a room and you can't remember the reason why you walked into that room? That's the exact feeling all your characters get. It's just 
looking at each other, like just a skip in your memory. And you guys can't remember what you were doing the last couple minutes as you guys were obviously just walking to the Scorched Hammer. And I feel like the only obvious thing is that the, the woman's corpse, you look towards the corpse, is still there. But you guys can't remember what was so important about it. There's nothing different about that corpse and all the other ones that you've seen on the street so far. Oh, it looks like that one's a fresh one. So that corpse looks familiar. Do you guys think we might have passed the Scorch Hammer? I, f I swear we're going the right way. Is there like, what about the blood from the, the one that we just killed? There's no blood from uh, the corpse that you killed. Hmm, it's looking a little bit blue balled. <laughs> Don't know why. Oh, trust me, every single day of my life feels that way. <laughs> Uh, All right. I, I, I guess I, I, I'm tan bald. Are we talking mm -hmm. about the color of our skin? Uh, P1, make a reflex save. Is that another word for dexterity? Yeah, sorry. Eight. You, you trip and go on to the ground. <laughs> like P1, just like, that's like, uh, wait, I just maybe think for a moment that, uh, say, it, no, Rocka, that's not what, and then just like, as he takes a step forward toward him, just trips. <laughs> Yep, you trip, and it looks like you tripped on nothing. <laughs> nice. You need help up? Uh, but, um, <laughs> P1 is going to, like, sit up a little bit and kind of, like, uh, you know, push his taloned feet against where he thought he, that he tripped. Uh, you feel nothing there. That, uh, um, <laughs> it's like, uh, it's probably one of the first times you've ever seen, like, P1 just, like, visibly confused. <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. did, did nobody see that? Uh, no, I mean, I mean, I saw you fall. If you want me to, yes, I yes, could... that part's obvious. I mean, what I, what I fell from. So, can me like try to think about all of his previous hunts because he hunts a lot of magical things of anything like yeah. this? Yeah, go right ahead. That'd be like an Arcana. Yep. Not natural twenty. Uh, you think about it really hard. There are uh, obviously there are many creatures that are invisible that you can think of, but this doesn't seem like a case of invisibility and that's what's like bothering you hmm. um i can't pit like uh there's no creature that you can pinpoint to uh like i assume it, this erupted from a p1 tripping and falling like there, there's nothing yeah. you can really think of like it's spe uh, specifically within an urban environment about a bird tripping that practically seems like he tripped on his own feet so uh, the best thing that you can think of is you know of yanti yeah, yeah that that he trusts P1 enough to know that, like, yeah. his reaction isn't he just tripped over his feet. Yeah, you know, like, there's a Yanti that uh, specialize with uh, uh, turning invisible, but you feel like uh, there, this isn't the case. It's like you can rule out that if it, this was a creature, it is not turning itself invisible. Well, instead of um, um, tripping over your own feet, I, I think we should get to the Scorched Hammer. It's like, you silence your mouth now. <laughs> <laughs> It just, that reminds me of Frieza so much. <laughs> like how she talks to Krillin. You shut up right now. Hang on. We need to talk about this. <laughs> and, and, and here I was going to make you a, a, a walker. It's like, I am perfectly fine walking with my own two feet as he just stands up, brushes some of the dirt off. <laughs> it's like if he wasn't for the fact that he was wearing a cloak, his feathers would be ruffled. <laughs> 
just like starts angrily going back toward them. <laughs> he just stares at where the spot is and scratches his head. Yeah. Um. If you guys want to roleplay some more or try anything, you guys are more than welcome. Or we can move on to go into the Scorched Hammer. Hammer. <laughs> All up to you guys. I'm just trying to figure It's like, uh, you know, P1 just like uh, being particularly annoyed. Just, but you know, no, I can't let this go as <laughs> he is going to like, uh, like uh, reach into his bag a moment. Uh, pull out the decanter of endless water, unscrew it, and it's just uh, and he's just gonna be like uh, like maybe spending the next solid mis- minute, i.e. like equivalent of ten rounds, so ten times, just shouting geyser, 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 geyser. <laughs> mm. God, the. <sighs> Which basically, I think he's releasing like I can't remember if it was twenty or thirty gallons of water every time that he says that in a direction. <laughs> You know, the, the, those things you guys do with your weapons, it makes me think of a cool invention. I think I might call it a hose. <laughs> I think it will be a hit. So this city is uh, kind of been sinking. Have you had anything to do with that, P1? It's uh, sinking? Yeah, if you notice when we were on the Jaded Hills, you see the water gets higher and higher, especially since last time I was here. Well, I do believe it might have maybe something a little bit more to do with uh, those beings that we talked to. You remember? Uh, what was that place called again? Chess? No, I know the game, but it took place someplace else. It's it's on the tip of my tongue. I'm pretty sure he said it was chess. That's it. Uh, just, uh, let's see. Ah, got it. Uh, I think it was called the uncircumcised. No, no, that's a different word. Okay, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) No, right, right. Unseen public. That's, there we go. Uncircumcised public would be something far different. (laughs) Okay, no, that that was really cool, uh, what you did. But uh, what what you see is just water on the ground. Um, Nothing seems too particularly weird about it. Instead of wasting water, are we good now? Well, you can't waste what's endless, but whatever it was, apparently it's gone. Just like huffs Mm -hmm. and then puts the decanter away. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yep. And as you huff, it's just the smell of smoke in the air as we uh, look towards uh, the city. And again, fires clang. It seems like uh, another war starting up in it. If you guys look at the map, we are everywhere at once. Yeah, it seems like it's right here. So since you guys are right here, it'd be like a kind of north, uh, northeast-ish uh, towards uh, the territories of the Wild Ones, the Black Eyes, and the Grim Song. Uh, it's far away, but you can hear it echo. And uh, I want to say that you guys walk towards the Scorched Hammer. Yeah. Okay. It does seem like everyone's waking up now. <laughs> <laughs> it, as you guys are walking towards the Scorch Hammer, I think like uh, the scene lingers on, on uh, the woman's body as it is on fire and slowly like burns to black and so eventually to ash and cinder as we move along. You guys get towards uh, the Scorched Hammer and this is just a line of buildings, basically a guild of blacksmiths. And what you hear is the clanging of hammer on anvil as they work tirelessly and unfortunately i i can't you guys see a dwarf and white clothes shouting at an elf who is working at a blacks or like one of the stalls uh hammer in hand just pounding and it seems like he's like the elf is using magic to basically increase 
the intensity of the fire as he pounds harder and harder. Aaron, you can't be going this long. And you just see him hammering, just giving him no mind. You haven't slept for seven days. Pound, 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 pound. And you just see him like give a few curses as he just walks away from them and just fucking just <laughs> brings out like his hammer and smashes a nearby table in the anger. What do you guys do? Oh, it looks like someone hasn't had their morning coffee. Or maybe they did. <laughs> uh, 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 excuse me, Mr. Jorf. I came here to, to, to haggle. And uh, we look at the man, and if this were the last party that we had, this man would be recognizable as Velcut Simmerforge. But since no one is from the original party anymore, you guys just see a dwarf with a braided beard and a single ring that uh, decorates uh, one of his... Uh, I hesitate to call it a corn roll, but that's the only way I can imagine, like, their beards and how they braided. And, uh, what was the question again? I'm sorry. Uh, you wanted to haggle for his wares? Yeah. Uh, he goes, a, a lot. I I don't have any wares. I, and he gruffs again. I am not a blacksmith. That man over there is a blacksmith, but you won't fucking listen to me. Oh, okay. Bye. And I go over to the elf. <laughs> yeah, you can go right ahead. And uh, I'm assuming you're going towards the elf. Yeah, and I'm just going to wave. I'm sure he's working, so I'm just going to wave and see if I can get him to notice me. Pays you no mind. Hey. Nope. I'm going to say whatever you're going to do, it doesn't phase him. Um, I take out a pouch of my, um, out of my thing, and I count a few coins. Coins, mm. and I, I throw one gold coin at him, see if he flinches. Nope. I take the bag of 50 coins and chuck it at him. He just tells you, go away. Uh, no, I, I, I need supplies. We don't have any supplies for you. Why not? He looks like he wants to say something, bites his tongue, and keeps working. It, it, uh, is it because I'm a gnome, and, and, and you're an elf, and, and you think you're better? No, and keeps pounding. Then, then what is it? I can't say, and keeps pounding. Hey, 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 P1? Raka, you, a mage hand slaps you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. but, hey, but, hey, oh, 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 but buddy. <laughs> like, uh, just like, uh, well, maybe not necessarily visibly annoyed because it's kind of hard to see his, his actual face. It's like, it's like, uh, it's like, did you need something, Raka? <laughs> And as you guys are uh, doing this, I want to uh, keep a visible picture. You see nine blacksmiths working, and the one you guys are talking to is like uh, the ninth, the elf. Uh, uh, continue. Uh, uh, your uh, your uh, water bottle. Can I can I borrow it for a second? I'll give it right back. I, pr I promise. Just blinks for a moment, just like. And what precisely are you going to do with it? If he won't barter, I, I, I'm gonna put out his fire. Good luck st starting it and being a smith without that. I would know. Mm -hmm. P1, uh, is Velcut still there? <laughs> yeah, he's still over there. It's just he's huffing and puffing, watching you guys see if you guys can do anything different. And I, I'm, I'm saying this out loud, so hopefully the elf hears. Nope, doesn't pay you any mind. He keeps hammering at the anvil. Yeah, so like P1 is just going to like, uh, just like a uh, walk over and leans like, are they, are they all right in the head? He just says, no, I, I haven't seen his wife or child for over a week and he won't tell me a damn thing. Ah, uh, okay. I understand now all the pieces are coming together. <laughs> yes. 
did I hear that? Sure. He's not like he's piping down. He's just ang- like angry at the man because. Yeah. Do you remember Velcut? Like, I don't think he has a quiet voice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did I say quiet? Yeah. I was going to say, like, I'm trying to make sure I, I had to learn a new accent for this motherfuckers. So he- he- I assume like at this point he goes, I lot hasn't slept for over a goddamn week. Granted, he's an elf, but they need time to rest. He's been working day and night. Um, well, hey, Elf, since um, your buddy over there said you're missing your kids, then you, that's probably why you're ignoring us. What, what if we help you out? Wrong. My kids aren't missing. My wife isn't missing. And hammers at the anvil. So, so you're calling your friend a, a liar? Yes. And keeps hammering. So I, I, I'll give you a um um. It's a called an ultimatum. I'm sure you know what that is. I need wares, okay? Okay. Like, what are you tr- what What are you trying to do here? Get him to stop hammering, so he'll fucking talk to me. Me notices this. Yep. And uh, picks him up and tries to shake him, so he stops being dazed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can do that. Uh, do you let him down? Well, actually, I want to do a strength contest because he does not want to be picked up. So make a strength contest roll. Uh, try to get higher than 19. 24. Yeah, you, you pick him up. And he is struggling to get out and just says, Let me go, you damned beast. I need to keep working. He shake him a little bit and then give him a big hug. It's okay, buddy. It's not okay. Let me work. Okay, well... Uh- while me is holding him, um, I'm going to go up to the tools he was using, grab them, yeah. and replace it with 50 gold. Okay. Um, yeah, the sounds of uh, seven hammers striking at anvils just fill up the air as you're working along. And uh, you, you basically just replace his tools with the gold? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm trying to purchase a pair of Smith's tools, and I'm sure he has them in there. Yeah. So yeah. I'll give him a fair price. Yeah, so but whenever me lets him down, uh, I can narrate what he does. But other than that, he is just fighting to get back to work. Oh, little buddy, if that's what you were looking for, I have some of those. <laughs> I, I, I need my own pair. I, I, I have some work I need to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Hey, be, before you let him down, um, hey, elf man, is uh, 50 enough for you? Uh, that's more than enough. Just take it and be gone. I have to keep working or else and he bites his tongue again and just says, just be gone. Okay, ciao. <laughs> How? All right, uh, me, do you let him down? I think he squeezes him one more time and, and sets him down and pats him on the head. Yep. The moment you do, uh, he steps on the ground, goes towards the anvil, and passes out on the ground. He's sleepy. Yeah. And Velcut, yeah, Velcut just shakes his head and goes, oh, the lot's been working too hard. I'm gonna, uh, do a, I'm gonna do a ritual. And what does this ritual do? I think I got it somewhere. Okay. Because I did it like before. A, like, P1 just kind of, like, uh, out loud to himself. So, well, I was wondering how they got all of them to do all of this work, and I, well, frankly, I'm a little bit disappointed. It's a bit of a boring answer, isn't it? And, uh... I want to imagine Velcut's on the ground, like you see his hand glow as he's trying to give him a little bit of vitality, and he goes, uh, "What are you striking at?" Oh, you're you're not aware. <laughs> aware of what? The all of these? It's just like gesturing, like uh, they've been all six blacksmiths. Yes. It's, uh, he's like, yeah, they've they've all been 
uh, commissioned is the wrong word. Uh, what do you call it when you know you you do work for somebody, but it's not for your will? Uh, blackmail. That's the word. Right. That's it. Yes. <laughs> They're all being blackmailed. <laughs> I I put that together. I just can't figure out who the hell is blackmailing them. Uh, now forgive me, Gray, because like I do try my best to keep all these names straight, but I actually do not precisely remember the name that we were told. Uh, no, that's that's fine. Like what? Uh, like just tell me what faction I can give you the information. There's a lot of names going about. Cause like, uh, cause uh, we were we were directly told by Roland, uh, not even a few hours ago. Uh, like, uh, like who is heading this over? <laughs> okay, yeah, I I can fill in the gap a little bit. From what you guys did, like learn from Roland, he did mention that uh, if memory serves me right, that uh, the wild ones were uh, getting these arms. And that uh, there's a possibility that there's a link with uh, Roy. So he wanted to uh, uh, team up with the Black Eyes to uh, basically destroy the Wild Ones to take over this operation. So yeah, so Roy Edmund would be a prime figure. So well, based on what I learned recently today, it looks like uh, Roy might be involved. Uh, the entire damn syndicate. Because <laughs> yes, you can identify which faction is directly responsible for this, but keep in mind there there's a lot of gangs aligned together under one flag against you guys. Uh -huh. Yeah. So, so like basically, uh, just, but basically, P1 yeah. is just going like, uh, so, yeah, it's just like, uh, I was personally just, uh, you know, when I was told this, like, uh, curious, like, uh, how they precisely convinced them. I thought maybe it would be something like money or just like, you know, just like basic survival, but nope, apparently just blackmail. <laughs> well, that's what they're good at. Damned men. You know, I once took a look at the wild ones before. I never liked the bunch. I sure as hell don't like that damn serpent and his tongue. He, again, the warm hand uh, goes over uh, uh, Aaron as his eyes flutter, but doesn't look like he regains consciousness. So, well, I won't lie, though. They have certainly been a bit of a pain, at least not for me, for the past... I suppose it was two days ago, now that I'm thinking about it. Honestly, the days are harder to keep track of. Uh, bullshit, but all right. Yeah, that, that that's a good way of putting it. So while they were talking, I would have been, um, because I just kept scrolling over it. I thought it was second level, not first level. Uh, I would be casting Detect Magic on the tools as a ritual. Okay. Um, just uh, on the tools itself? Yeah. Wait, I... Are you trying to detect magic or identify? Is it? No, I'm trying to detect because if he fell asleep right after he couldn't hold the tools, I feel something's up. But I'll, I'll let you know that's like you don't have to like target a specific thing. Detect magic is just it adds an extra sight or sense to you. <laughs> And uh, can you read out what the spell does, please? For the duration, you sense the presence of magic within 30 feet of you. If you sense magic in this way, you can use your action to see a faint or around any visible creature or object in the area that bears magic, and you will learn its school. If so I I'm sure you guys noticed how he went sleepy even after we took the tools from him. So I think something might be up with something in here making these, forcing these people to, to work. Well, he wouldn't be the first man to fall asleep after gripping his tool, but uh, I mean, I guess if you think it's suspicious. He's worried that he hugged him too tight. <laughs> I do that sometimes. Yeah, me, uh, just just don't do that to me. I'm rather, I'm, I'm pretty small. I'm sure you noticed. He had an older brother for a while that would buy me uh, little mice to play with, but me hugged them too hard too, and they didn't survive. So me, the, um, um, your your new axe. Did you did you give it a name? I give all my inventions a name. Well, this one I didn't invent, so 
We just found it, but I call it Slashy Splashy. Okay, so around your, uh, so uh, like you're focusing on it on the tools, is that correct? Like uh, that that's the center of the spell and it goes into a 30 foot radius? 30 feet of me. Oh, 30 feet of you? Yeah. Okay. And I can concentrate on it for 10 minutes so I could walk around. Perfect. That's exactly why I wanted to hear. You sense nothing besides uh, the magic weapons that they're working on, which is a variety. Like, uh, um, what, uh, help me out here. What would be a plus one sword? Uh, what, what would that uh, quantify as? Like as far as the school of magic? Uh, enchantment, usually. Okay, so yeah, you're, you're just, you have a lot of enchantment, like uh, the uh, sense from uh, this entire block. So it's only the weapons that are glowing? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I guess I was wrong on my hunch. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. And I want to say, like, as you guys are talking, like, uh, what's the best way to put this? Because it's not for your characters. This is for you, the players. I want to imagine, like, we have a uh, full-scale shot of you guys just uh, talking to Aaron and Velcut, and in the background, we can see, like, uh, people, like, hustling one location to another to avoid, you know, urban, like, combat. And you probably see like a mom and her child like rushing across the street for something. Then to us in the background, she just disappears in the thin air and we continue with our conversation. Well, well, I got my tools. I just need a body. Do you guys need to do anything? So, well, since they're not really offering anything for, I think, what are now obvious reasons. So I get, but at the very least, this was a nice stroll, I think. Mm. Me, you want me to get you some new tools too? You could pick up another one. I already have some tools. The more the merrier. <laughs> Alright, so uh, what what's next on the agenda? Um, uh, Where's the next location you guys want to go to? Uh, any specific people you want to talk to? I think I'll uh, check on, uh, see if David has done what I've asked. Okay. Um. So you want to go back to uh, the Jade Hills and go towards the uh, Inquisition? Well, how long ago was that? Um. Let's see. Memory serves me right. Boop, boop. If memory serves me right, that was a day ago. So, yeah, this is a new day. So, and you... you... Okay, so you would have made it back... Yeah, like, if he did do it, he'd already be back. Because you made, made that happen immediately. Okay, yeah, so I'll go back and, and check on him. Uh, do you guys fall suit? Yeah, I'll just be looking for bodies on the way. Uh, you can find a plethora. Um, do you pick up any specific bodies? Do I see any small ones? Yeah, unfortunately you do. Okay, they'll probably be easier to carry. Hey, me, are, are you okay carrying um dead little people? You know we should send them to see them. I, I need one. Is there a way I, I can keep one? If it is a sinner, then we can take that one. Okay, so I, I go up to the little body. Were you a were you a bad it when you were alive? M me, I, I, I don't think he said anything or it said anything. Do I see any bodies that are like obviously were gang members or criminals? Yeah, you do. But uh, as that's happening, uh, uh, Raka, as you're talking to the body again, you have that moment where you walk into a room and you forget why you're there as the body just disappears right in front of you and it's just a moment of like what what was i doing no, okay i need to find a freaking body i like yeah they just seem like so hard to find hmm. all right i'll try to pick up the the criminal one yep that's fine you uh you pick up a criminal body i'm gonna say um do you have any uh, are you specific towards any gang or is are you just picking one at random well are there any gangs i mean they all seem to be as me would call it heathenistic 
Yeah. But is there any that are even more anti the the church? Um, that would be the sisterhood. And if you're looking for like people revel in murder, uh, more than likely uh, anyone from the syndicate. More specifically, the people with the tat. No, nope, you you never met them. That's right. So yeah, just uh, anyone from the Jade Hand Syndicate. Yeah, I'll take one of those then. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna say you found uh like a uh, one with a brown badger tattooed on him. Uh, one of the wild ones. And uh, you pick it up, and you guys are going back. Uh, do you stop at Laban Manor immediately, or do you go straight to uh, the Magical Inquisition? I imagine we drop this off. So I don't carry the dead corpse into the magical inquisition. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fine. Uh, you guys go right ahead, um, right at the door, going to the basement. How are you guys doing this? Uh, well, before we get to the basement, I want to check if he's carrying anything valuable. Uh, you can go right ahead. You can find a dagger, probably like three, four gold coins. Uh, I'll give um, the coins one to each of them for helping out. Okay, and sounds good. And then I'll take the dagger and I'm going to stab it in his back. Okay, you do that. Yvonne, as they enter the manor and close the door, it's like, honey, I'm home. <laughs> and we see uh, Jean come around the corner and uh, give you a bow and goes, I have missed you, master. You've been gone for far too long, even though we can equate that to about like an hour's walk and it's now noon. <laughs> Okay, right. me. I think I, I think I can take the body from here. All right, I just dump it on him. Yep, you do. And uh, Barack, I assume you go downstairs. Well, I uh, I assume he just tossed it on me because he doesn't yep. know my strength, and I collapse. Yeah. After I get the body off of me, I'm going to grab him by his hand and just drag him to the basement. Yeah, and uh, you do that. And as you're doing that, um, I assume uh, Gene at this point goes up to uh, Piwan. And uh, says, uh, Master, have you noticed? And I want to say, P1, as you're paying attention to his words, you ever been in class and just phase out and daydream? Like, you, you just have that moment where the words kind of just disappear as you're just in thought that's the same thing that happens to you your eyes glaze over and you can see gene finishes talking and waits for a response just uh shakes his head from a it's like oh uh sorry could you repeat what, what did you say he goes to the window points out and says have you no and then like it just clips out and you just see him pointing but you really don't have an interest in what he's talking about uh you know what i think uh, i think i might be exhausted i uh uncharacteristically like gene like holds your shoulder and goes master why are you ignoring and then again it phases out for you it just uh it's like look i don't know what you're trying to, i'm not what what am i ignoring there's nothing going on and he goes master you're being oblivious why do you have no interest in this so, trust me if I say there are many things that hold my interest, and if there was something interesting going on, I would know about it. You seem not to care. I worry about Master's safety. Please, do not leave the house. <laughs> Just like, uh, Wolf Buster's like, it's like, well, fine. As I said, I, you know what? I, I am going to my chamber. <laughs> <laughs> and he guides you along and opens up the you know door for you and makes sure essentially everything is ready for you like the bed is made and all that um i want to cut away from there to uh, uh raka i assume you're going downstairs like uh, where we left off bump 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 Yep, yep, we hear the footsteps going down the stairs. And again, this is a 
yeah, this is a cellar for alcohol. So we see barrels like uh, lined up, uh, raised, and we see like uh, one empty barrel like uh, being filled with a viscous like black fluid. And as her hand is synced into this barrel, it raises up and just like, again, like a glue, it like sticks and waves like uh, it's drooping from her hand as she brings it up and like the light or the light shines through it. And this black has like red and yellow that just shines and glimmers through. And she keeps mixing it with her hands like down and up, down and up. Uh, okay, you, you got your body. Here you go. Killed him, killed him myself. Yep. And she uh, motions for you to come over and says, Raka, drop it in the barrel. How tall is this barrel? Taller than you. Uh, you, you, you don't make this easy. I look around for a step stool. Yeah, I, I was going to say, find a, you find a stool easily. And she just goes, you're smart. Grab a stool. Bring it over. Just for shits and giggles. Yep. I'm fucking do do? strong. Oh, so you just throw it in? Yeah, I, I bring it up without a hitch. I rolled a natural 20 just for, see how I would uh, just characterize the situation. Yeah, you throw it in and we see the body like get lumped in. Uh, I want to imagine you do like a... Uh, not a dunk, but like a Kobe. Or no, he's dead. That's sad. Um, he you basically throw it like a basketball into the hoop, and we see like uh the body go in, clump in, and as she's mixing this together, you hear him mumbling, saying, "Oh, you think you're so smart, so smart, Gideon? Well, I can try my best too." And we see her hands sinking into it and raise the skull, and there's like a congealing like black liquid like skin over like this pale person's skin and you see the skull like in any horror movie like blur as it uh you know uh shakes back forth up and down and she just sinks it like she's drowning the creature again then raises it back up it seems like she's killing and bringing this thing back to life for what you know or for what you know you don't know what the hell she's doing so so um what what, what flavor do you call this i call it demon's blood and she just again like couple seconds her hand struggling then a couple heartbeats later it her hand shakes again involuntary as it comes back to life so uh, uh, around how long does it take for you to to fer ferment uh for the booze that's a different story i'm working on a different project the fermentation usually takes about i oh uh, i would say a month but i can ex if you want it bad with bad side effects i could probably have it done in a day but that's enough time to ferment the delicious wine so am, am i just getting new bodies and i don't get any or do i get to try the drink too and god with her introduction this is like a new side of her that you don't see it seems like alone with you she has a warm smile and <laughs> she just motions you over do you come closer uh, i follow her command so yeah yeah she motions you over puts her hand on your cheek and says of course raka you can have as much alcohol as you desire so long as you keep bringing me more bodies and i'm gonna say like it lasts a little longer 
than like what you would anticipate to be normal. At, you know, it's an odd act, but it, it goes on for a little too long. And she, eventually she brushes you off and goes, uh, bring me more bodies, please. And again, as she says that, like the bot, like the body you have in the barrel, like tries to crawl out and she just forcibly by the shoulders dunks it back in to drown again. OK, I, I just got one question. I, I brought you one today. Um, tomorrow, it, it, it's a big day in this um, this city, in this region. Uh, it, I, if I die by not making an offering, I can't bring you any more bodies. So can, can we um, uh, get an off day? Or I bring like a foot. <laughs> she goes, bring me body today and no body tomorrow. I pull out my little ledger and I check off get body because I already did it today. Mm. She's asking for one more. If you want like an off day for tomorrow, she wants you to make up for the missing day. This servitude is awful. No wonder I'll keep that to myself. <laughs> bye bye. Yep. And she waves you off and says, please come by again, dearie. And... I want to imagine we hear the plunge of water as you open up the door. Um, what do you guys do? Uh, the three of you guys going to the Magical Inquisition. So did me hear any of that exchange between uh, P1 and... Uh, no, no, P1 and, and the other guy. Absolutely. And he had the same effect every time you tried to listen in. Like, uh, you just didn't care what he had to say. Well, I'm, I'm still heading towards the Magical Inquisition. Yep, that's perfectly fine. Anyone follow him? Yeah. Like I said, apparently, apparently P1 has decided that he needs a nap, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you can determine how long that nap is going to be at any time. So you two are going to be uh, heading out to uh, the Magical Inquisition. Inquisition. It does not take long. You guys uh, can easily get to the door and you see uh, David behind his desk as fat as he was before, like eating a mutton chop and you see like an iron cap for one of his teeth. Hello, David. Oh, why, hello, me. It was so great to see you. And he's just like digging deep into like a mutton chop. How did the pilgrimage go? Oh, why, stupendous, stupendous. I don't know why I didn't consider it sooner. I, I found uh, like the storage and uh, there was uh, a couple of things I could uh, make happen. I managed to uh, feed some of the poor. Great to hear. Let me see your feet. And uh, you look at his feet. Hmm. That's probably the only pretty thing on him. Yeah, hang on. Uh, there are markings that he did walk barefoot. Hmm. See, finally you're learning to feel a little bit of the pain of the people. Yes, and I've come to truly understand Siam's teachings. It is pain that brings us knowledge, and I have foregone that lesson. I, I appreciate the lesson, me. And he has a question back to you and goes, Me, if uh, you don't mind me asking, where is Celiac? He's with Siam now. So he's in a prayer. Where at? He's been taking much wonders with that marvelous invention that uh, Oridon over there decided to uh, spring up. Tell me, how much did you know of his condition? The moment you say that, there is a tension in the room. It's... Oh God. Again, it's like when a comedy gets serious. You see him stop eating, and he looks up to you and says, Me, how long have you known about his condition? And he stands up. And you see, like, his nails biting the wood of the tabletop of the, his desk. So it's been a while, hasn't it? It was a born condition. Tell me, me, where is Celiac? 
He's with Zia. And it dawns on him what you are saying. And So tell me, why did you not tell me about the condition? And it's a thousand yard stare he has. You see his like eyes widen, his pupils dilate. It's like you're not even there anymore from this news. He, I don't say hyperventilate, but he takes like audible and pained breaths from the news. And hang on. You see like uh, uh, as he's uh, gripping uh, part of the table, like it fracture, like it, it shatters slightly. It fractures from the amount of pressure he's putting on from his grip. It was none of your concern, me. He has been approved to live as that. It is above your pay grade. You know, the one I answered to is Siam. We all answer to Siam. The question is, who voices the will of Siam? He has been given the grace of virtue of Siam's will to live. Why is he with Siam? Because mm, he broke the rules. What rules did he break me? He did not look after Siam's people. <sighs> And he shakes his head and he begins to pace around the room as he starts to have cold sweats. And uh, he just starts mumbling to himself, who's going to lead the city? Who is going to take the mantle? God damn it! I see him! And just hits the wall. Can you do me an insight check me? Six. Yeah, he seems genuine with his uh, emotions. That How mixed he is. He is angry beyond words. He, he's struggling to articulate himself. And then with that, the, the fireplace is going to ignite again. I think it's time you settle down. Siam is guiding me to find the next one. Give me one more insight check. Seven. He seems scared of the fire. It, you you startle him back into like the sense, and he takes a few breaths and goes, "Oh, thank you, me. I I apologize. I did not mean to have such an outburst. I have just spent a lot of time with Celiac. I've grown to love him as a son." And he pats his head with uh, a handkerchief. He was a good one. Would have been. He was not a good one, me. He was great. And you will learn the difference between the words. And T is adamant on that. He was also too weak to bear that burden. No one should be that. He needed time, me. That's all he needed and it's the only thing he could never have. It was time. Time he could have been strong. With time he could have been a great leader. <sighs> Just... Cups his hands to his face. No, with time he would have been more tainted with the deaths he caused. In time he would have become cold. This was the best. Trust me. Says you're right, me. It was always meant to be. I have found some that may show promise. And what would that be? We have very few nobles to work with, and what we do have for nobles have fallen out of grace. Hmm, there's potential in the city still, though. Such as? Nobility doesn't mean everything. Actions. Actions stir people. And who is stirring the pot, me? Not yet, but soon. Soon. Yeah. I grow hungry, and he bites into the mutton shop again with <laughs> a faster pace, like he's more stress-eating now than anything else. And, uh... Raka raises his hand. Yes, Oradon, what can I do for you? And I just look at him confused. 
and he looks back at you confused. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm no longer Oridon. My new name is Raka now. Then looks towards me. What is this, a gnomish tradition? I, I'm not familiar with this. News to me? What happened, little buddy? Well, I'm, I'm sure you guys may know the history of my people, but um, a Yanti has taken ownership of me by the name of Ephephel. What do you mean, ownership? Is that so? And he strums his fingers along the table. That is great to know. You, you kind of thought on the name of Fethel. Do you, you know her? Hmm? And looks towards you. No, that is news to me. It is just, I was more fascinated with uh, ownership. It is strange to have a uh, person here who can own another. Is this magical? Uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, uh, socioeconomic. Is that so? Frightening. Oh, oh, that also reminds me, uh, you guys are the magical inquisition, right? That is so. Well, um, I, uh, would you want to be a slave? Well, me, would you mind answering that question? It, it's okay, I know the answer. Neither ne- neither do I. Um, I'm in search. Hold your tongue, me, answer the question. Slavery is not something that I agree with, having been in chains myself. Slavery is not a permanent circumstances that anyone wishes for, but it is an invaluable experience. It is only under the foot of someone greater than you where you truly learn how the world is and how it should change. The fire kind of starts to intensify. Yeah, with that, me, I agree with you. Well, I, I, can I talk now? Uh, sorry, no, mistress. Slavery is a hot-button issue with Juliano. Okay, well, uh, uh, anyways, I would, uh, be willing to, um, pay you for some information on a, a magical object I'm in search of. And what would that be? Uh, a philosopher's stone. A philosopher's stone. Yeah, philosopher's stone. Hmm. No, why would you want such a thing? Well, the um, terms of our agreement for my slavery, I no longer have to be a slave if I get um, a philosopher's stone. And shakes his head. Me, how do you feel about slaying a heathenous god? You know I always end for that. The Philosopher's Stone is quite the easy thing to make, but is the hardest thing to get in the material. It requires the ichor of a god. And, and he starts to laugh. If you want a pure Philosopher's Stone, you need the blood of a god. Which one? Well, uh, you've been uh, putting your ears to the stone, so to say, with what's been happening around the community. What gods are in the city? You're Inquisitor. This is your job. What heathenous gods have you found? Mm, there's the one of death. This is one that this grumpy guy keeps talking about. He's kind of hanging around. And um, there's one that seemed to like chess. Mm, interesting me. Very interesting. Chess, you say? Hmm. Scratches his chin. Where did you see this creature that plays chess? It was in the Unseen Public. I can't say I'm familiar. It's right next to the Uncircumcised Public, but more or less fun. <laughs> yeah, he just... <laughs> He just says, I am not familiar. Interesting. Very interesting. 
Um, I, I believe what he says to you is that, uh, hmm. well, it would be... The course for action would be to slay the god of death. Which one would that be? I don't know, but the grumpy guy I was talking about seemed to have uh, pissed him off, so he might be coming for us anyway. I, I mean, do we need all his blood, or could I just, um, a, like, prick a finger? Yeah, a drop should be more than enough. Uh, it seems your work has cut out for you two, uh, specifically you, Raka. Uh, me, make sure you stay in line with your work. You know what it is. Are you giving me orders? No, I'm simply reminding you, me. It is very important, as the only Inquisitor in town, that we must stay vigilant in these dark times. I shall help you, and you shall help me. Yep. Can I help? The more the merrier. A friend of me is a friend of mine. God, that was horrible to say. Fuck your name, dude. <laughs> Hey, me, how how did you become an Inquisitor? Is it just a title? David began to laugh. <laughs> Dedication, little one. Dedication and penance. Hmm. Uh, does that end the scene here? Is there anything else you guys want to do? I think as we're heading out, me's going to take the rest of David's meal and be like, I think that there are other people that might need this a little bit more. And you see him just, you know, Give a lopsided smirk showing off his like iron cap tooth and he just goes, oh, so be it, so be it. And you guys go off. Uh, what's next on the agenda? I assume that uh, P1's had enough time to nap. Yeah, just like uh, I imagine he maybe took like a like an hour power nap. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I'm going to say <laughs> not like a power nap, but <laughs> yeah. obviously the conversation probably went on longer than what we we've shown. I'll say about an hour's past talking about menial stuff. But uh, uh, yes, an hour is past. Uh, what are you guys going to do? It is getting in the afternoon now. And do you have a day before the grand uh, day of sacrifice? Well, in our free time, I think I'm just going to kill one of the gods real quick. <laughs> <laughs> just casually. Yeah. <laughs> what is that brought up at the luncheon table? <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to kill a god. Not sure about you, Becky, but I'm pretty excited. So um, if me's chilling, I would want to um, like have a conversation with him. All right, Ed. You guys can be chilling wherever. I'd assume I'd be back at the banner to see how p doing. Or at least, you know, outside. Or not to be away from being outside with uh, how bad the wars get. And wherever there's booze involved. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys could be like at the dining table in the Le Bon Manor just uh, discussing stuff while uh, Gene pours uh, me alcohol. Well, hey, hey, me. What is it, little buddy? Well, I, I know you're a, a big fan of alcohol, but I, I would be worried about um, any that's supplied from here from now on, okay? Me's <laughs> mm, okay with that. He usually drinks his own stuff oh do you don't do you put bodies in your your brew no bodies should be sent to see him uh, okay and about see um you, you know I, I would consider myself a pretty smart person and, and, and know a lot of things I've I've never known about gods particularly nor nor cared sorry for saying that but uh, could if I need the blood of a god, could you teach me how to um, call or like uh, speak to one? Theon speaks to you through through deeds and actions. The world around you. He's not like the other ones we've interacted with. Like what 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 do I need to do? Do I I need to uh, like um, shine my shoes a cer cer certain way? Well, probably a good start would be stop desecrating corpses. <laughs> 
See, see, that that's part of my arrangement with um, um, Snake Lady. Hmm. Well, I think if we start making converts, that should look good. Uh, um, do I need to be c converted? Little buddy, you don't need to convert entirely. You just have to, you know, respect the rules and make your correct donations. For example, tomorrow. <laughs> P1 at one of the table just snorts, <laughs> which is really confusing for a beaked man. <laughs> But honestly, Sam doesn't really care whether or not you even believe in him. It's just mainly, don't be an asshole. <laughs> do, do you think I could, um, he would spare some, um, like a drop of blood? I uh, believe his blood might burn you to death. Well, it, it, it's not for me. It, it, it's for someone else. So if they get burned, that's that's not my problem. I think we might have better luck with these uh, more minor gods. Okay. Just, um, um, I'd like to know more in the future about this um, CM person, if that's okay with you. Sure. Always to help my little buddy. Like, I don't know. I think we were on a perfectly fine conversation about this god-killing business. <laughs> just like if he just like I uh, just want to imagine just like doing that thing just like uh, you know leaning in elbows on the table like uh, beak resting on like uh, on his splayed hands <laughs> you seem like one that might know something about killing gods oh trust me one is on the list but you know one step at a time I suppose <laughs> which one just like uh, oh you, you're serious yeah which one I, I, if I could get some blood from him, that would be nice if if you'll allow me to once we kill him. P1 just smiles internally. Have you ever heard of the God of Order? No, but again, can, um, does he have blood? He doesn't sound like a very fun God. Oh, trust me when I say he is a right bitch. <laughs> just a constantly going about telling you how to live, what to do, what you can be. Isn't that just the worst? <laughs> Yeah, that 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 sounds like the the lady downstairs. Okay. Well, in your case, uh, Raka, you're, it's a bit different when uh, when a mortal tells is in control of all these things and and puts big air quotes as he's putting out Almighty God. <laughs> but I, I like the sound of that. Uh, you said a uh, a right bitch with um lady downstairs. Can I call her one? You know what? Tell that to her face. See how that works out for you. <laughs> And please, let me be present when it happens. Okay. I think I should be there too. In fact, maybe we could pay her a visit after after lunch. <laughs> Just... well, what do you know about this god of order? Like, um, where's their house? Uh, well, if you call it a house, it's like, uh, P1 just like leans back in his chair. It's like a, one of, you know, those types where like, all places of worship are his house. <laughs> that makes it very difficult to find, don't you think? Well, if we just, um, if it's like, um, extra houses, like vacation homes, uh, we could probably just like wait at one until they arrive. Uh, how simply you think? <laughs> just like, uh, it's like, uh, and I just want to imagine just for a moment that like, uh, like there's just like a mage hand that has like wandered over your head and has like tussled your head. <laughs> it's like, you are adorable. I knew there was a reason why I kept you. I feel the same way, P1, and I copy a smile as best as I could from someone who's taller than me. Wait, what? That's a weird description. Well, he's not here, so I don't want to use his name in vain. Oh, a cold smile. All right. Uh, what's next on the agenda, boys? God day. So, I mean, here's the question. Does does Raka steal himself to go tell Ephephel how he really feels? Great, Ed. 
Yeah, let's go. Okay, uh, you guys all uh, clink downstairs. And as you guys are coming downstairs, we see like uh, one of the barrels, like uh, it, the covers now on the barrel to where uh, Raka has uh, given a corpse and you just see it bouncing back and forth in place without anyone touching it, but it stays like upward. And you see that she is uh, writing down on a piece of parchment with a bit of quill, writing down like uh, uh, what she has noticed kind of like a scientist and uh she looks towards uh you guys and goes oh i uh i wasn't expecting you oh, what is it you all desire well uh we we were talking about gods and i was wondering if you were one because the god of order whose name is the right bitch um uh, it seems that you guys have a lot in common and like can Controlling our people. Hmm. Are are you a god? Are you the right bitch? Raka. First, I am by no means a god, and second off, I am not a bitch. I'm not so sure about that. (laughs) (laughs) She tells you, uh, please refrain from using that word. What word? Shrugs her shoulders, and uh begins to write down again. You mean the bitch word? Please is not polite. And... The one that you are. (laughs) Uh, P1, is this how you find joy in your day? Just making fun of a shaman? Oh, no, no. Honestly, I just wanted to see what would happen. It's like, uh, frankly, my day climaxed uh, before before noon and I needed something. (laughs) (laughs) I, I am sorry to say... Or, I'm sorry to disappoint, but I am enveloped in my research. I am on the verge of uh, something miraculous. So these names and labels lose a bit of their sting. Well, if it walks like a duck and talks like a duck. (laughs) It's a duck. She's a bitch. <sighs> but uh, on to more pressing matters. Ifeful, um, for our our contract, I know to um void it, we need the philosopher philosopher stone. Uh, do you have any ideas on how to kill a god? Uh, to kill a god? And <laughs> she stammers at that and goes, "No, I what? No, <laughs> what are you prattling prattling on about that?" Philosopher's Stone has nothing to do with the blood of gods. What? No. Okay, I guess you only tell the truth, right? No, Raka. I can be wrong, but I am sure on this. Oh, frankly, I'm a little disappointed by that. <laughs> just like a, like a one-talent hand on like a on one side of his face, just like. <laughs> hey, me? Does David lie? Said David's what you might call a little bitch. He's not too happy with me right now. Well, if one one person said we need the the blood of a god for a philosopher's stone, do do you even know how to get a philosopher's stone? You write up a fefel. What was the question? Rephrase that. Wait, what? Well, we were we were told by someone that we need the blood of a god for a, a philosopher's stone. I I know you want my servitude, but I think it would be in the best interest of both of us if um you told me how you think we get a philosopher's stone. <laughs> she snorts at that. I have no idea. A philosopher's stone is merely legend. Okay, I see where this leads. Yeah. I start walking upstairs. And she sent you on to do an impossible task. <laughs> uh, okay, I think I've gotten my jollies out of that. Uh, you you keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> Just like as to P1 and be like, 
So, uh, who was his lawyer for this contract? <laughs> so, the answer to that question is, uh, he did not hire one. Yep, and at that point we hear, like, the echoed bang of hand against wood as, like, the barrel keeps making weird noises. Uh, you guys go back upstairs. Yeah, as he said, Piwan had his fun, so he will leave a yeah. to to do what she's been trying to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, Rocket, do you, do you stay polite about her when, uh, you know, everyone's together? Oh, I, w I was probably the first one upstairs. I, j I just left after she said that. Okay. You yeah, go. are all upstairs. You guys were right. She really is that, but she won't let me say it anymore. He's like, yeah, you really should have thought through that, uh, through that agreement just a touch more. I mean, what do I have to lose? That's only my life. Nobody you shouldn't talk that way. Is there anything else you guys are going to do for today? Like, this is going to be your last chance before a big event. Well, hey, me and P1, probably. You seem, uh, maybe not P1. Me, um, um, I need to find an extra body, um, so I can have an off day tomorrow, so I can make my <laughs> offering. Would you like to help? Do you have a target? No, I, I've, I'm not a big fan of just randomly murdering people, but do you have a target? Do I have a target? <laughs> Yeah, like, uh, one that you don't need to send to see him. I'm asking Gray <laughs> if I have a target. Hmm. Let's see. I'm trying to think, like, what what would uh, pique the Magical Inquisition's eye? I will leave it up to your discretion on uh, who do you think, like, uh, your target would be. It, it's your decision. I mean, we got a lot of players, or not a lot of players, a lot of characters in this campaign. That'd be ample targets. But it's usually the Inquisition, like, uh, the, the, the Inquisitor basically tries to find and root out heathenous people. So. Yeah. So I imagine, like, a, a, I'm thinking of more of a, a light kind of target would be someone that might have been, like, you know, vandalizing church, churches or, or, or ransacking churches in the midst of the chaos. Yeah, so anyone from the Sisterhood. All right, sounds like we can hunt some more of the Sisterhood. I did that when I first came to town, but there's probably some more wandering about. But when you send them to see them, what do you have to do? We do the prayer and then we burn the bodies. Okay, but I, I need one of the bodies. If we kill two, can I have one? If we kill one, they're heathens. They'd, they've been given many opportunities. I'd like to send them up, but if we have to waste one to save your soul, then we have to. And I give uh, me a big hug around his leg. All right, off to do some murder. <laughs> uh, P1, do you follow along? So, nah, he's sticking indoors, I think. Sticking indoors. So what is uh, uh, P1 going to do in the meantime as uh, they go on their little venture to kill somebody? So, yeah, I think this seems like an appropriate time to do this. Uh, mm -hmm. As like, a, like a perhaps like, you know, I'm not, in fact, where is, where is Gene normally? <laughs> I mean, like, not normally, but like, uh, like, uh, but where has he been like uh, passing his time? Oh, Pat, yeah, passing his time, he's in the, the, like, conference room with the studying material or, uh, near you. So, then, I imagine at some point, like, uh, uh, P1, like, uh, would also just uh, venture into the conference room at some point. It's like, it's like, I've been thinking about this, well, maybe not all day, but certainly a portion of the day. It's like, uh, frankly, today's been very successful, don't you think? No. Are you insane? N no. Master, what is wrong with you? There's nothing wrong with me. <laughs> you won't acknowledge and it blurs out for you again. So look, I don't, uh, so, uh, how do you put this? Um, so look, you keep droning on about something, but honestly, every time I just can't focus. It's like, you, you can't focus when I say, and he says it. Uh, 
I swear, my my brain is elsewhere. Just like, can't, can't you? And he experiments a little bit and goes, what if I say it? Say, what's, what's it? <laughs> okay, you understand it. It has been, and when he describes an action, it, again, you phase out. Say, it has been what? <laughs> Ugh. And he looks around for a bit of parchment and tries to draw something. Like, uh, first, I think he tries, like, written, like, words for you to look at. And you you look at what he's writing, but, like, there's specific parts that blear out for you. Like, there's just a blur over, and you really don't care about those spots. It's not that you acknowledge the fact that it's redacted. It's just you don't care. And he asks you, can you read that, Master? Uh, half, about half of this is so boring. Read it aloud. And and I guess he will go. I guess he'll go about reading the interesting parts. Yeah, like again, it's like is is like that where you just keep skipping and goes, "What is happening?" And he, I, I think like the second thing he comes up with, he tries to draw something like a draw, and he shows it to you, and it just looks like a piece of paper. Like, did you forget to put ink on that? Yeah, yeah, it's like, it's just like blank piece of paper to you. Uh, Master, I am concerned, but that is besides the point. What is so great about today for you? So, well, just all things considered. I mean, not only did we gain a new ally, I gained a new power. Took care of someone who really should have been taken care of a long time ago. <laughs> like, frankly, it was a great morning. A bit of a dull afternoon, but... Anything else you uh, bring up to uh, Gene? But, uh, but like, continue what he's actually talking to you. Like, and you know what? It's like, I owe it all to you. And he smiles. Steve Buscemi smiles. And, like, they're, like even though it looks like he has ordinary eyes, we see, like, uh, the glint of yellow behind it. And so I thought, it's like, what would be the best way to reward you for such good service? And I thought, I don't like the setup to this. I don't like the setup to this. Go on. And I thought, it's like, oh, of course. You, before all of this, it's like, uh, you reveled in information, didn't you? Yes, Master, that is my trade. Information. Just well, I thought that, you know what, I will give you a privilege that I rarely give others. You may ask me any one thing, and I will answer it honestly. How does that sound? <laughs> Fantastic. And he thinks about it, and you see he cups his chin, and he asks in earnest, Master P1, are you a god? <laughs> just like, uh, so P1 just like, uh, like cocks his head, like, uh, and like, uh, like starts giggling, but it's like, <laughs> and where did you get that idea? Your magic, it, it doesn't, it doesn't follow the rules, the things... He's struggling to find words for it. He just goes, I, I just never seen a magic like yours before. It doesn't seem right. It seems new, but reused. And it's hard. It's hard to wrap my head around. Are you a god? So, well, I can tell you with absolute certainty that uh, I'm not a god. I was born a mortal just as I assume you were. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was born a human, master. But you know, as much as I flirt with godly power, I am not myself a god. <laughs> Could have been so certain. And shakes his head. Master, I do have something interesting to show you. And what would that be? Yep, and he leads the way. You guys go across the hallway, around the courtyard, to the study. Not the conference room, the study where you guys had your initial chess match. And you guys look at the chessboard with that uh, glitched 
uh, aurora around it where the pieces actually move by themselves and just the area around it just doesn't seem right like the colors are the wrong colors with the room like the air around it is a mosaic essentially it's fractured and strange just like uh yep. like incidentally uh i know that we like uh like came out from this way but like uh does this appearance feel new or is it just more like uh we're just like waved it off when we did see it we waved it off when we did see it like you made a comment of saying like uh yeah it appears i broke it <laughs> so, okay just making sure uh yep. but just like as the as he's being led in it's just like ah memories mm -hmm. and uh he just says uh simply this is the main reason why I was under the impression that you may be a god. And he puts his hand through it, and once he puts his hand through the board, it just disappears. And he brings it out, and he has a regular hand again. It appears that we have an anchor within our estate. It's like, uh, uh, would, uh, would P1 implicitly understand his meaning, or would that require a roll? <laughs> uh, make a roll. I mean, that was the first time you went to the Unseen Public, and you're a force there. Uh, yeah, you easily deduce what he is angling at. Oh, I think I understand what you're suggesting. That, just like I think on it for a moment, it, this is the, it was called the Unseen Public, right? <laughs> it appears to be seen now and he chuckles at it hey uh, i remember uh what was your friend's name asmodai he asked if i had alternative means to get into the unseen public obviously i lied but uh that's besides the point uh you see these ruins they're very special and he points to like you know around the room and specifically towards like the board itself uh, the only way this was feasible was with uh, a bit of shimmering gold dust i was able to inscribe with the ruins but it's more of a uh, dual way back one time use sort of uh situation until i were to use more but this doesn't seem to be the case anymore as he, you know, keeps putting his hand through it. So, well, then I guess I really did break it, didn't I? It appears so. That's like, just like as P1 just kind of like, uh, like sticks his head a bit closer. Well, I am not going to lie. This is new. I haven't been able to do this before. How so, Master? Are you sure you're not a god? And he just like tilts his head. So, well, it would certainly be a, uh, an interesting plot twist, wouldn't you think? You know, as though we've just, uh, gone through uh, 80 hours of gameplay only to find out the final boss is actually yourself. <laughs> I, Master, I don't understand. <laughs> it's not important. The important thing is, uh, it would certainly be an interesting twist on my part. Hmm. I mean, there I mean, there I am just like uh, plotting another god's murder and me being one myself would certainly be a fun irony, wouldn't you think? <laughs> and nods his head. Master, if you can't see it... I would like you to go into the unseen public. Oh, you mean the the it, well, whatever it is. <laughs> and he nods his head. So well, if this if we can just uh, come back and forth with this uh, brand new anchor, I suppose it's really not uh, it's not really an issue. It's like, a, mm -hmm. would you like to come along, or would it just be me? <laughs> <laughs> he nods his head, and uh, I assume you guys like uh, just go through this like uh, uh, glitched like portal. Yep, yeah, Piwan just like uh, I guess 
steps through. <laughs> yep, you uh, step through, and as you guys are going through, I want to move back to Raka and me. Uh, can you guys just, like, give me a little bit of cinematic of, like, what exactly you guys are doing? We're off to kill the heathens, the awful heathens of wherever we're at. Too many syllables. Try again. Yep. Uh, I, I imagine that uh, me is uh, going through his contacts to try and find someone who's been ransacking or, you know, selling stuff that they've stolen from a church. Yeah, and I assume, like, one of these guys is probably a beggar with a crystalled beard, and, like, you see his uh, finger point towards, like, a building. And I would say it's uh, a... Near the Wild Ones area, it's like a bordering, like, territory line between the Sisterhood and uh, the Wild Ones. And it just seems like a... It appears to be empty uh, building. Sounds like we might find them in there. Okay, let's go. Take any precautions, or you just bust down the door? Yeah, I think you'd at least scout the area a little bit. Mm-hmm. You uh, scout around the area, and it doesn't seem like anyone is inside the building, but from your contact, you're assured that they use this as a, a safe house, and they've been seen coming in and out recently. Does it only have one entrance, or are there multiple? One entrance, three windows, two stories. <laughs> he just knocks on the door. Yeah. Yeah, you knock on the door, and no one comes to answer it. Is it unlocked? It is unlocked. You go in. Me, since you're bigger, do you want to go first? Sure thing. Hmm. You guys go in, and a heavy smell of copper fills your nose. But me, you recognize this as blood, but you don't see any blood around. Is there like a fireplace in the building? Yes, there is a fireplace. Right, I'll light it so we can kind of see better. Yeah, so that's a cool image. You guys walk in. I imagine, like, uh, Raka's right behind your leg. And as you're walking into this, like, dark building, we see the empty hearth and it whooshes as you walk by. Hello. And your voice just echoes through the empty building. There doesn't seem to be a lot of furniture. Uh, it just seems empty as you're walking along. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll take a look and see if I notice anything. Like, more peculiar? I guess okay. peculiar. 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 <laughs> but, uh, what would I check what I do? Investigation? You can, yeah, you can do investigation. That sounds about right. I feel like I would want to aid in that since I'm good in investigation. Sounds good. Go ahead. <laughs> Wait, did he do the help action? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> what you get? All right, I got an 18. 18? Um, going through, like, uh, you uh, start walking across the floorboard, and you hear, like, a hollow squeak underneath your foot. And it basically, like, it, from that step, you couldn't tell that there's a false panel here. All right, I'm going to put all of my weight onto that squeaky board. <laughs> you do, and it shatters. And uh, give me a strength check. Just straight strength? Yeah, straight, straight strength. Five. Okay, yeah, you just break the regular board, and then there's a chest underneath that you don't break. It's a small little, uh, what the hell would you call it? A jewelry chest, so, you know, like, it, you can easily pick it up. It's hand-sized. Well, whose hand? It's tiny in your hands and bigger in Raka's. Um, I'll hand it to Raka. Yep. I don't know what this is. Yep, there's a little lock on it. I'll try to open it. Well, make a check. Dexterity, and if you got a toolkit that revolves around picking locks. Thieves tools. Or any equipment. Yeah, thieves tools. The dexterity plus my proficiency. Yep. 16. Uh, roll me percentile. Tell me if it's 15 up. 30. Okay. It's good. Like, uh, you felt like it was very clumsy the way that you tried to pick that lock, and that if you, if you were a little bit more rough, you probably would have snapped 
the lock pick. But uh, no, you end up uh, picking the lock and it opens. And what you see in there is a white gum with a purple center. Neither one of you guys are familiar with it, unless me can justify like finding a lot of this. Well, he does hunt criminals in this city, so... <laughs> yeah, again, it just depends whether you've seen their use or have taken it yourself. So you can do like a... What would be, even be a good check for that? Uh, I'll just give it to you. There's no need. I mean, this is like what we talk about the most. You got numb tongue. I rolled a 109, so... Oh, what? Yeah, so D100. Yeah, no. Yeah, so yeah, you got... you. You, you know what it is. It's a drug that can uh, bring you to the unseen public. Seems like they got a stash here. And uh, you have about six of them. So Raka has those, though. Yep, Raka has them. What do you guys do next? So they just lock up snacks? <laughs> Careful with those, buddy. They'll take you someplace. <laughs> It'll give you a real trip. Well, it, it seems like your contact gave us the wrong tip-off. What should we do? Well, if it is their safe house, then we don't want them hiding here again. Then we'll just burn this one and check the next one. <laughs> well, we, we've only stayed on this first floor. Do you want to check if there's anything fun upstairs? Uh, I guess so. Well, you guys uh, go upstairs, and uh, again, like there, there's an absence of any furniture. Uh, you go up the creaky stairwell, and uh, on the upper floor, you do see that uh, there are a few dead nobles here and there. Well, I guess we found my body. Mm -hmm. It appears that they found some nobles and killed them. How many? Uh, three. Any yeah. way to identify like who, like where they went afterwards? Um, again, you could only assume like uh, specifically with uh, the numb tongue that you had that they more than likely use that as an exit as it looks like there's more space for more numb tongue in the box. It, you guys are working with incomplete like information in this house. Well, I'd just be going up to the bodies, looting them, see if there's anything yep. since they're nobles. Uh, you find about uh, 35 gold, uh, dagger on one of them, and I would say a stone needle, which is another drug. What's, what's this, me, if he knows what the stone needle is? Mm, that one's gonna not do great things to your teeth, <laughs> but that does mean that the sisterhood was here, because they're the ones that seem to be uh, using that one. Well, maybe we can barter it for them. We'll give them it for one of their lives. <laughs> I mean, it's worth a shot, I guess, but uh, first we gotta find them. Right. Well, do, do you want to help me um, bring these bodies back to the um, uh, where P1 is? These ones are nobles. I think you leave them here for now. Okay. Mm -hmm. do, do you still want to burn the place? Yep, that's why we're leaving them here. <laughs> okay. And, like, I want to imagine as you guys are walking out, me, you're probably just... You're not lighting the place on fire You're like your footsteps are as you guys are walking away. Yeah, and I'm just gonna say, if you guys don't come out of that unseen public, I'm gonna start burning more buildings. <laughs> We're walking out. Yeah, you guys are walking out, and we just see, like, a fire of the building as it turns to cinder. And, uh, I'm not sure if I want to switch out, uh, but first I want to ask you guys, what are you guys going to, or where are you guys going to be going? I'd be following Mia's lead, because I need a body. Yeah, I'd be following the, the next, the next lead to, to try 
try and find more. There's no one there that I'm going to hit another sisterhood location until either I find one or they reveal themselves to get me to stop. Okay, that's perfectly fine. I like that. Um, I want to switch off to P1 then, and I want to see a montage of uh, me and Raka going to empty buildings and like burning them one by one as we see like a small wildfire take over. Let's see. Move your shit. Well, now you can use the map to see all the places we're searching. <laughs> yeah. All right. You know, have you ever wondered that why this city has a huge arson problem? <laughs> yeah. As we see, like, the sisterhood, like, burning in flames for a majority of their territories. All right. Then we uh, move back to P1. P1, you are in Unseen Public. What does your face look like? Uh, as he's, like, steps into the Unseen Public, uh, he looks to the looks to the right with his uh, his raccoon face. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, it's like, well, we're here. Mm-hmm. Uh, deja vu. It just like points to one part. Like, is this the same location, by the way? <laughs> uh, yes, it is uh, the same location. You are within a Labana state. It's just things are slightly different. It's like a reflected image. Oh no, I was just wondering if they were like on that on that chessboard situation, or if that was a one-off. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was a one-off. That was very specific. <laughs> okay, just making sure, because like it, I had a funny comment if it was at the chessboard, but um, nope. Uh, but anyway, uh, as you said, like as I said, just looking over to gene it's like well we're here (laughs) Mm -hmm. and he uh says well that's very good master do you see the hydra and he points his finger and all across the city we see like uh, serpentine bodies all over the city p1 has to like i I just want to imagine like uh p1 like take like looks rubs all eight of his eyes and then like uh peeks out again i'm sorry the the hydra (laughs) There is. <laughs> he looks at you and just goes, there is a Hydra that you have not been acknowledging. If I had seen a Hydra, I do believe I would have. That's the problem, Master. <laughs> you didn't see it. I thought you were going crazy. And again, like, I want to see. say it even stretches to, like, the Jade Hills. Like, again, just imagine, like, a pile of snakes having sex like that that's basically where you're seeing it's just like bodies or well yeah that's the best description i can think of like a ball of uh, snakes coiling over each other and it stretches even to like uh the, uh, the jade hills and if you take a look at this thing's face p1 like it has a human-like face instead of a dragon's face and it's just an elongated neck as you see it eat a person, swallow it, and like continue to scour. How long has this been happening? All morning. I've been trying to tell you. Well then, I don't really say this often, but I do believe I owe you an apology, Gene. Thank you, Master. Nods his head. And I want to imagine we see like me and Raka, like from the unseen public's perspective, like they're blue like uh, silhouettes going around and like Raka tripping on like one of... Uh, the bodies of the serpent as it uh, as they both keep going along and another house burning <laughs> um but, but there is one guy just like screaming throughout the streets hail hydra <laughs> what is your next course of action p1 with this information just like as it's like a, if if there's a seat p1 finds it for a second <laughs> yeah that's easy to say this was, this was a lot of information yeah just like uh but yeah just like uh uh sits down just like starts you know just like a uh, absent-mindedly like uh running through running his hand through his long ear and just going all right apparently this has been happening all morning and for whatever reason i was unaware yeah. and, and i 
think, yeah, and I think uh, Gene, again, his his face in particular, I believe, uh, has no effect. Um, yeah, no, it doesn't have an effect. I believe that it remains like an undead quality to it. Um, I believe he says to you, Master, I really do think this is the worst. I think we are reaching a boily point with the city. And he looks towards the blue fires in the Sisterhood territory, and he points to that and says, I don't think that's helping either. Just, like, looks over. So, wait, because since he isn't, like, fully cognizant of, like, how this place works, like, it's... Is that happening on the other side? Yes, Master. Uh, look for the blue shadows and the blue outlines and you'll see reality itself. Just like a, just like a squints his eyes a bit just to see. And uh, yep. well then. Okay, so just like just like piecing things together. If if I have it, it's like, okay, so it, well, it couldn't just be me, could it? It's like, I'm, I'm sure that uh, me and Rocco would have said something, wouldn't they? Whenever I brought it up, it didn't seem like it piqued me's interest either. And you guys were, it, your party was traveling together. Is that correct, Master? Was there a comment that you didn't care to hear? So, well, several, but... <laughs> <laughs> Zing! But, uh, it's like, I just, like, a P1 just trying to piece things together. Just like, it's like, what I don't understand is why I didn't know. Or why I didn't care to know. I can't, you can't simply just deny reality like this, can you? I, I couldn't fathom why it was affecting you. I could see it clear as day. So with uh, with new information, could P1 at least try to determine? Like, or at least like, come to a guess? Oh uh, yeah, make a, let's see, make an arcana roll. Let's find out. It's a 15. Um, from what you, you can fathom, you know, this does seem like a magical effect, but it's hard to isolate the exact property of it. it you, you think that being in the unseen public away from it has an effect on it. And from what you got, uh, gathered earlier, you, or what me gathered earlier, and I assume you guys talked about it in between travels, is that if this were a creature, it is not invisible. If that's the case, it's not invisibility that you guys are seeing. It's some sort of other magical effect. So what kind of magical effect would tamper with you in such a way that basically like blurs your vision like that at most you would have to say it's some sort of illusionary magic but the question is how is it messing with you how how are you buying this illusion the p1 just thinking it over so, well let's see here it's like uh, just like mumbling to himself like uh just scratching under his uh scratching under his whiskered nose and then it appears that i can't necessarily point it down precisely, but there must be some sort of combination, maybe. A combination of some illusion keeping me and perhaps the others as well from seeing it, but also on top of that, maybe an enchantment? I would say Master is wise in that assessment, but I just don't understand how I can see it and you can't. I, I can't piece it together. Did you speak to anyone else today? Only you and your uh, fellow colleagues. I wonder, because uh, he'll think for a moment, it's like, at the very least from what I remember, which granted isn't really reliable at this point, but nobody else in the entire city seemed to be concerned about this creature either. But if you recognize it, could it be your your undeath nature, perhaps? E yes, yeah, that makes sense, Master, yes. Why didn't I think about that before? Of course. 
but what's different? Uh, well, apart from you living, well, not actually, well, apart from you not being precisely alive, uh, hmm. are there any sorts of magics you are naturally immune to? Why, yes, with exception, of course. I can't be charmed. Illusionary magic really has no effect on me. With a small exception, obviously, with our chess match, we ha we put our lives on the line. That was greater than my immunity, but why, yes, I have troubles being... There it is. A charm. Mm -hmm. And you have a eureka moment. Now the question is, like... How is this thing charming people and at such a massive scale? I've never seen such magic before. Uh, it's like it... what is what is different between the unseen public and the reality in which it's currently in? How does that affect us differently? You you've had no change. You just came to this public and now you can see it. Why can you see it? How is the charm lose its effect? I I can't fathom it. Hmm. Is there any other conditions to the day that seem different? I, I have to ask you, because if we're truly charmed, I might not have even noticed. I, I don't... Mm, I'm not sure. It's just such a pleasant morning. I can't really put my finger on it. But it's obviously not just sight alone. Sight can't be the... No. And he's thinking about it, just going, well, looking at the creature in our reality and looking at it here, it's the same effect. We're looking at it. So it can't be sight. What? And he scratches, or not even scratches, he rubs his, like, uh, skull. Master, I can't, I, I don't know. I've been trying my best to try to tell you this. I, I don't know what's causing it. Uh, but now I'm wondering that we're going to test one thing here, and I'm going to have to trust that you will do as I say. Of course, Master. We're going to step back through the other side. All right. And if for whatever reason I don't start acknowledging what is obviously happening, as he's just like waving one of his t mm -hmm. uh, one of his hands over at it, mm -hmm. it's like if I if I start acting that way, it must if it's and if it's not based on sight, it must maybe perhaps be based on proximity, but only on that side. Like perhaps perhaps the creature naturally has an aura that causes others to deny existence. And he nods and he says, perhaps, perhaps, that, that does make sense. And you guys can go back if you really want to. And then he'll just say, uh, said, now if I definitely, if I start not acknowledging things, pull me back over here. So, because frankly, I don't like the fact that this has been happening. <laughs> <laughs> to me specifically, this is not okay. <laughs> he's, he's actually getting, his, uh, his feathers are starting to ruffle. <laughs> All right, um, you guys step back into reality and uh, make me a wisdom saving throw. It's a 19. 19? All right. He uh, asks you, do you see or do you know about the Hydra? It's, uh, it's like uh, his eyes are all Yes, I still remember the Hydra. Well, okay. Then what's different now? And I'll allow you to say one more thing before you have to make the save again. It's like, uh, can P1 actually see anything extra? <laughs> or Not in the study. You can try to make your way out. All right, then uh, P1 is going to like uh, see if he can rush to a window. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll allow it. They'll say there's one in the study. And uh, looking out from it, you can uh, look down into uh, the blighted slums and you do see the snake 
like coil everywhere. There's just large, it's like the flying serpent were a bit smaller and just roaming around the town. You just see its snake-like body all over the place and it just mercilessly just killing and eating people. And you see that its body does extend to the water. And that's not something that I saw on the other side? No. In fact, there's more flooding in the city than you've seen before. Like, uh, remember when I said there was a 30, 40 foot drop with uh, uh, me, like uh, throwing stuff off? That's flooded. There is no 30, 40 foot drop. It is in contact with the water. So then P1 with his one sentence, uh, the water, the water seems different. It's higher than normal. Mm-hmm. And you say that and make me another wisdom save. Ow. <laughs> with a six, again, it's like, like I described before, like at the start, uh, it feels like a very good morning. You feel refreshed. In fact, you have no idea why you ran over here. It looks perfectly fine outside. In fact, it looks like the town's in better shape than seen in weeks. You look towards Gene and Gene talks to you and you don't understand his panic. What the hell's wrong with him? You just enjoy that. Calm down. Calm down, Gene. It's just look at it. Like, the, the city's never been better. <laughs> Again, like, what fills your, like, body is that was that music you you hear, like, in cartoons, like the, the good morning music with the chirping birds, you know what I mean? Like, da-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na. And you're just having a good time now. Um, I feel like Gene is trying to pull you, and... It feels like he is overstepping his bounds by pulling you. What he's your servant. There's no need for him to, you know, not use his words. He's usually articulate. So he tries to pull you. It's like uh kinda like a slash his hands like, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for playing into that. Yeah, he's just trying to tell you. Master, do you not remember the conversation we had? And you don't. Uh, you just stopped drowning on. Oh, and he just forcibly tries to tug you this time a lot harder. And it appears he's trying to get violent with you, actually. To Gene, stop immediately. Use your words. <laughs> I've tried. Let me help you. And he tries to pull and just says, stop being adult and come to me. I'm sorry, who won our match? Who is the adult in this room? <laughs> you <laughs> you are smart and I respect you, Master, but you need to come this way. <laughs> and he, again, he actually uh, tears your very nice clothes trying to get you back. Uh, great, now I have to mend this. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I kind of want to switch over to uh, Jean's site and... The window is now broken and we see the head of a serpent in the room as you're like looking at your cuff and he slowly goes over to you and he's going to make a strength check to pull you. And so far you've been resisting, so I want you to resist back. He was not prepared for that at all. Wow. Zero. Yeah, because you're just focused on your stuff. And he, we, we see P1 messing with the cuff of uh, whatever uh, uh, clothes he has on. I assume it's something with the cuff link. And he just grabs you by the arm and flings you back. And in his vision, 
the monster, like with the human-like face and the long snake-like body, just slams his head into the ground with its mouth open and just crushes the floorboard. To you, P1, as this is all going down, you just see him pull you for no reason. Nothing's wrong. The window looks fine. The floor looks good. And he just pulls you back while looking at where you stood. The gene that was not called for. And this time, he just tell he demands you, which is again way above his position. He goes, "Master, you must follow me." And he tries pulling your hand towards the uh, like a uh, chessboard. Yeah. Uh, okay. I I imagine at this point, P1 is just going, "Fine, I will entertain this, but you and I are going to have a discussion later about." Oh yes, we will. Yes, we will, Master. And he's pulling you to the chess table. And you guys make it to he's the rolling other. his eyes, allowing himself to be air quote pulled. <laughs> and you guys make it to the other side. And you are where the chessboard is, with the serpent's head, like sniffing for you. Yeah, again, just still just like rolling his eyes and like a, a presumably following Gene through to the chessboard. Yep. It's so like, all right, what are you trying to... What is so important? And you guys go to the other side. Your, uh, what's your head look like again? It's, uh, it's like uh, his mandible and eight eyes are just like uh, just like looking over at uh, Gene. Like, and all eight of them are glaring. It's like, all right. And it hits you like a truck of everything that just went down. Like, when you all the information you learn from the unseen public is present... How you acted and what you saw is still what you saw and remember. And he just waits patiently, like tapping his finger with the arms crossed. Okay, so then I'm I'm fully unaware of like what just happened like the last minute. Yeah, you just remembered you had a plan for seeing the serpent. You up to the point where you seen the water like uh, slightly flooding. You were aware. Then you just remember you became more calm and happy and that nothing was wrong. All right. So well then. Uh, uh... Oh, by the way, you need to. Again mentioned, there is like one of those heads right next to you, like very close, but blue. So it's in reality and it's just sniffing for you. Uh, I imagine in the briefest moment, mostly because like, I guess he'll just be remembering the last thing yep. he remembered while being lucid. It's like, well, does the water mean anything? And then just like turns his other head and just like, I get this close. <laughs> <laughs> um, he uh, looks towards him. And... The best way he can roll his eyes with, you know, yellow motes in his head and he goes, Master, yes, it does mean something uh, from what uh, Urgel told us, that uh, mighty fellow on the chessboard. He uh, mentioned that there was a sentient calamity and this looks to be, and he looks towards the creature, a small version of it. Usually they're a lot worse than this. The, the effects match uh, calamity, but this is quite puny in comparison to most calamities. So then wait, are you suggesting that this calamity is unusually small or do they grow bigger? Unusually small as in it has not destroyed the city completely. It is killing people in it, but it is small as in power, which confuses me. It really does. Usually it's hurricanes that completely level a region. That's this strange. Uh, just kind of like inching his way away from the head sniffing about. 
and you see it sniffing towards the chef, uh, chessboard. It just comments and like, all right, so apparently this calamity has in fact arrived and we, well, obviously I can't do anything about it on the other side because I'll immediately forget about it. What can be done? Mm-hmm. And he uh, thinks about it. I do have one idea, maybe, uh, but we do lack arms for it. We, me, uh, you and I cannot accomplish this alone. We need to get to the palace. It's the only thing I can think of, Master, unless with your supreme intelligence, you tell me how we can stop this creature. It, every time you go back, you forget about it. And I was uh, just like trying to like, again, piece things together. And I was only lucid for a few moments before it overtook me again. So I don't think I could do everything needed to do before I would just immediately forget everything again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it appeared to be a six second interval. Yeah, just above table like, okay, kids, let's see if we can we can succeed on uh, on 10 wisdom saving throws a minute. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, uh, P1 will look to Jean. Um, all right, very well. Then how do we find this palace? <laughs> uh, he points out the same window you're looking at. And if you look up here, if I stop putting actual marks on the table, you'll see uh, the palace that's grown out of the Diamond estate. Right. OK, I, yeah, I you know what? That does sound like a stupid question, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Especially the one that's been pointed at every episode. Um. <laughs> look, P1 was focused on other things. Yeah. I honestly don't blame P1. Like, I, I would be asking a, very, a lot of questions. Um, I believe he uh, does say that I think it would be wise to gather your allies before we even consider going towards it. So, well, that's going to be a problem, isn't it? How are we supposed to get them if, well, again, the moment I leave? The moment you leave, yes. I, I can't put my finger on what's happening. And P1, you hear birds chirping as... Like, you guys are having your discussion, and as you guys are, like, talking, we see, like, the head, like, poke at the table. And kind of like, you know, a face coming above water, we see, like, ripples as the human-like head on the snake's body comes through the portal. And it gives you a smile as it comes into the unseen public. And I think we'll end there. This has been House Common Blood. The intro and outro music by Savic. Oh My Dog. Any music and sound effects used in the episode are royalty free. Credits can be found in the episode description. Please review us on whatever podcast listening app you happen to be using. And if you like us, tell other people. Word by mouth is the best way for us to grow. Thank you for joining us. And I can't wait to make so many new friends.